Robin Thicke on Radio 3 and Lost Without You. It's not even ten past eleven yet. We're going to get a bonus minute from Danny Hicks. Do join us on Facebook Live if you have, for some bizarre reason, football on your mind this Friday. Danny, how goes it? Uh, it's been quite a week. Shall we put it like that? Uh, you wake up in the morning trepidatious as to what might be unfolding next in the, in the world of football. Um, I was quite willing on Monday to jack it all in, to be quite honest, and go and watch hockey or something or something else. You know, yeah, I was going to throw in and cancel my subscriptions to the Premier League and everything else because, as people will know, um, we woke up Monday morning to find that six clubs, um, Tottenham Arsenal, laughably, because they're not even in the top six, um, Liverpool, Manchester United, Manchester City and Chelsea have mm-hmm. decided to... Join this breakaway European Super League, um, the elite with no jeopardy, no relegation, money-making machine for their largely American owners. And, uh, you know, the richest clubs in football want to get richer. And um, it was quite astonishing uh, how this unfolded. There have been rumours of it, but almost in secret. And it was obviously done as a preemptive move because on Monday, UEFA were, were due to announce some reforms to the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was going to ruin football, as far as I was concerned. And, <laughs> That's and, it. And the people football behind is it, ruined. Yeah, because it, it basically was the rich turning around and saying, up yours to the rest. We're going to go it alone. We're going to do what the hell we like. We're going to keep all the money for ourselves. But no, fan power, Danny. This, this, have, you yeah. know, have you seen a bigger example, better example of fan power in your career? No. No. I, I, hats off to Fiorentino Perez, the, uh, the president of Real Madrid, who's behind this uh, with Agnelli and a couple of others, um, because he's managed to do what no one else has ever done in the history of football, which is unite the fans of Tottenham and Arsenal, Manchester City, Man United and Liverpool, Chelsea as well, all as one, all up in arms against it. Boom. And not only that... Virtually every, apart from the owners of these clubs in question and the people behind it, I can't find one voice in favour. I couldn't find from ex-players, managers, um, fans, vested interests, lower leagues, upper leagues. You know, no one was in favour of this. And uh, straight away, the TV pundits, led, I have to say, magnificently by Gary Level and Alan Shearer were on the ball straight away as to what this meant, as particularly Alan Shearer was furious. It's not correct. It's not right what they're trying to do. It's not competitive. It's a closed shop. You can't have a competition where no one else is allowed in. Look at the great work that Leicester have done, that West Ham are doing. I mean, if, if it were to happen, then all our good work, they can't get, they can't get involved with the elite. That, that is just plain and simply wrong. I mean, the, the owners are clearly removed from the heritage of, of the competition. They don't have any sense of value of the club's relationship with the fans and the communities. And let's see what they really think about the fans, because the fans have now spoken. Yeah, well, he, he said it all there, really, didn't he, Alan Shearer? And I think the writing was on all... You know, within within 24 hours, it began to unravel. You had people like that. Um, I mean, Alan Shearer is not nobody. He's the greatest goal scorer in the history of the Premier League. He is, and, and talks a lot of sense, as does Gary Neville, who was absolutely disgusted with his former club, Manchester United. We then had Ed Woodward, the, the, the chairman of Manchester United, 
fell on his sword, said he's resigning at the end of the season. Mm. And now he's tried to claim, oh, it's because I wasn't in favour of this European Super League. Let's go to a quick comment here because they're going to happen this morning, Danny. Join us on Facebook Live if you're a footy fan. Of course, good morning to Rick. He knows what he's talking about. He yeah. says, I, I, haven't re- I haven't renewed my season tickets and will never again while the Glazers are owners. He says, despicable behaviour. Yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling the same. I mean, I'm, I'm a Tottenham fan, as everyone knows, and we've got a cup final on on, on Sunday against Manchester City. And, and I'm, I really don't care at the moment because what's happened <laughs> this week is, is disgusting. And not only that, you know, during this... 24 hours tumultuous period on Monday when, um, you know, all sorts was going on and we wanted to, we were waiting because these clubs had midweek matches. We wanted to hear what their manager said. Mm. Um, Daniel Levy and the, and the bosses at Tottenham thought it'd be a good day to bury bad news and got rid of sacked Jose Mourinho. Now, there are rumours that it's because Jose Mourinho refused to take training with his players because he was so against the idea of this European Super League mm. and Tottenham being It's going to be something like I hope that. that's the case. If that's the case, it's the first time Jose Mourinho has been sacked for doing the right thing in his career. <laughs> and, and more play to it. However, Tottenham are now under Ryan Mason, and Ryan Mason can go to the Glee Cup final and win it on Sunday. He can win more trophies in six days than Jose Mourinho, Harry Redknapp and Mauricio Pochettino put together. That's a different story. But we did have the managers start to talk about it as the press conferences unfolded during the week. Yeah. And I think the writing was on the wall very, very severely uh, for this European Super League, as soon as Pep Guardiola of Manchester City, obviously the league leaders and the league champions elect Champions League semi-finals, as soon as he came out against it, then I think the writing was on the wall. Here's Pep. A sport is not a sport when the relation between the effort and the success, the effort and reward doesn't exist. So it's not a sport. So it's not a sport of the success is already guaranteed. It's not a sport and it doesn't matter if you lose. That's why I said many times, I want the best competition as strong as possible, so especially the Premier League. And it's not fair when one team uh, fight, 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 arrive at the top and after cannot be qualified because the success is, is already guaranteed for just for few clubs. Yeah, it's not sport, says Pep. And it's not. If, if you've got no no jeopardy, no sport. Sorry, this is not America. It's not the NFL where the same teams play every year, where it must be said there is an equitable distribution of, of money. Mm. There is also a draft system to ensure that no team becomes too strong. And, uh, you know, but it's not that. It's not what we're used to in football. And once you had Pep coming, that, that was it. Man City were gone. They were late comers to it anyway, by yeah. all accounts. They were gone. And it started to crumble. So we're going to hear a bit from Rick this morning, but here's a fellow who knows what he's on about. He said, I heard it uh, from a good source that it's something to do with not playing Bale. Apparently didn't want him. Yeah, it could be with Mourinho. It's interesting that Bale... Obviously, Harry Kane was injured for Wednesday night, Mm. but Bale was straight away into the side under Ryan Mason and scored again. He's he's had 11... Uh, 11 uh, goal uh, he's affected 11 goals he scored 9 and assisted 2 in the last 11 games that he started Gareth Bale must say a beautiful finish on, on Wednesday night so mm-hmm. it does seem strange he's not in the again you, you have to wonder though is that is that a microcosm of a bigger falling out between Mourinho Daniel Levy and the board and Enoch because who wanted Bale back 
I don't think it was Mourinho who wanted Bale back. I think it was the, the Tottenham board who wanted to appease the fans and all that. And then Mourinho yeah. has never wanted him back from the beginning. And, and probably that's where, where the risks start to appear. But the... Let me ask our football fans if you want to join us and chip in. I'll absolutely read it out. Join us on Facebook Live. Rick seems to know what he's on about. And it's always good to hear mm. these backstories, isn't it, Danny? Yeah, it is. And, you know, I was absolutely disgusted. So, I, you know, I woke up to the bombshell Monday morning that... For some reason, you know, the, the, these teams were going to go it alone in Europe and, and expect just to play in the Premier League when they're already guaranteed foot, European football. What was going to happen to the rest of the Premier, the other 14 teams in the Premier League? What was going to happen if, you know, we got a big game against Real Madrid midweek in the ESL and we're playing, you know, the likes of Brighton on a, on a Tuesday, on a, on, a, on a Sunday night? Are, are they going to... Uh, uh, you know, Tottenham could have put out the youth team and said, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we finish. We're not going to win the league this year. It doesn't matter if we finish seventh or fifteenth, and as long as we don't get relegated, because we're in Europe anyway next season without any jeopardy, without any. It is not sport, as Pep mm. said. And I was so pleased to see the way the fans reacted in a united front, because it's not just about the big cl- football. Is not just about the big clubs. It is about everyone involved in the game. That is why it is the Goosebaba. Calm down. From Hamworth United <laughs> down in Dorset, where I come from, yeah. to Pool Town, to AFC Bournemouth, to all those clubs who struggled, and all those clubs, let's not face it, without those clubs at the grassroots, there is no breeding ground for talent that these big, rich clubs can snap up and pay squillions for. Yeah. And that money does not filter down properly at the moment. There needs to be a whole rethink about the way the game is run now, and I hope it comes. Meanwhile, you Hang on, a quick question out. for you, Danny. So you said there yeah, needs to be on. a whole rethink. I know it's really annoyed, upset, whatever, m- millions of well, people. But I'm is, is the, Yeah, I can, I can. And I don't like it when you get annoyed because I know what words you use <laughs> when you get annoyed. Do not, do not. Anyway, the point is sometimes um, a, a crisis, a massive change isn't a bad thing. And it's not for yeah. the right reasons, but are we talking a little new broom action here? I think so. Uh, and I think that, you know, we're already talking, the government is already talking about, this, don't forget, this is a conservative government of free market and all the rest of it, talking about <laughs> raiding in these billionaire owners and making sure fans have a say in clubs. Um, the German model is interesting, actually, of club ownership. The fans have to, the, the fans own 51% of every club in Germany, and the stadiums are municipally owned. And that's why Bayern Munich, Borussia Dortmund, none of the German clubs signed up to this. They didn't want anything to do with it because they knew their fans would be against it. Mm-hmm. It seems like the, the English clubs saw, or rather they're not the clubs, because the clubs are the fans and the fans don't want well, Let's make this clear. The clubs are the fans. The owners, the, these people who have inherited or bought to asset strip these clubs to come in with borrowed money on borrowed time to make as much money as they can and get mm-hmm. out again, the Cronkies, the Glazers, the... The, the Enix or Tottenham, the, the, you name it, they are a disgrace and they need to no. understand what football is about. Um, and they don't. And, and let's, let, let's face it, it's about the fans. And Mikel Arteta, the Arsenal manager, uh, was talking about it as well. And he says this has been a big lesson for those owners. Yeah, I found out uh, just a little bit before that um, the news were leaked. Not really... <laughs> Uh, time to think about it, reflect, evaluate or anything because by the time that that was out, a big uh, tsunami already came onto it and, and basically killed it. This has given a big lessons and it shows the importance of football in the world. And it shows that the soul of this sport belongs to the fans. And that's it.
The soul of this sport belongs to the fans, and that's it. Never in the field of human football interest has a Tottenham fan ever stood up and applauded an Arsenal <laughs> manager in the field so of human football. But to, to paraphrase badly Winston Churchill, um, yeah. you know, I can only applaud Mikel Arteta. He's talking from the heart there, and he's right. The game is the the soul of the game is the fans, and that is the end of it. And no one should forget that because the fans are the ones. We are the ones with the power. We are the ones that pay. They're talking about TV money and advertising revenue and all that. If the fans boycott the TV subscriptions, if the fans boycott their season tickets as Rick is doing, if the fans don't buy the programs, the shirts, the merchandise, if they don't buy the products that are being advertised at the ground, the Adidas's, the Nikes, and all the rest of it, then. There is no money for these big clubs. They should never forget that. It's the fans, it's us, with our 30 quid a week, 40 quid a week through the gate, are the ones that pay their wages. And it's about time they remember that. And if they're worried about, the, oh, the pandemic, we've lost money. We're at 900 million quid in debt, says Real Madrid. Well, tough, you know you're going to make that back as soon as the pandemic's over. How about cutting the wages of some of your overpaid stars who are on something like 200 grand a week. I'm sure they could get by with 100 grand a week. There's how you save your money. Boom. You don't go off and, and create a rich man's club of yourself and try and fleece us. You've been told. <laughs> You're a genius. <laughs> You're like a sort of... of I'm and, sorry, sorry, everyone. Go and get some tizer. It's like, it's like a right. sort of embryonic okay, elf yeah, garnet. Have you got any more about football to say? Because when you when you finish with football, I've got a couple of F one things for you. But do you think, please, do you think first? Just quickly, back on the field, where we've been distracted from, Leicester won overnight three 0 against West Brom, which means they're four points clear in third place. Good on you, Leicester. I want Leicester and West Ham to get in the European places. I want none of these big six to be in it. I also want some punishment for them. They should be kicked out of Europe next season as a punishment, all six clubs. Hmm. They should also start with a points deduction in the Premier League next season as a punishment for being so audacious as to think they can put two fingers up to the other 14 clubs in the league. Start them all at the bottom of the league, 10 points, 15, 20 points behind everyone else. See how they get on then. That's my final word on that. But we have got some football this weekend. We've got Arsenal against Everton tonight in the Premier League. But we've got two of the so-called big six, Manchester City and Tottenham, uh, in a cup final on Sunday, the League Cup final. Um, Manchester City going for their fourth League Cup final win in a row, which is quite an incredible record. If we were in a normal week, we'd be talking about that. Might be missing Kevin De Bruyne. Tottenham going for their first trophy since they won the League Cup in 2008. Been in a few cup finals since and a few League Cup finals. Not quite semi-finals and finals. Not quite done at Champions League final as well. Um, so could Ryan Mason in charge six days win, win more trophies than, than his illustrious predecessor put together. We remain to be seen. Always a good pub quiz question. Last Tottenham manager to win a trophy? Juan de Ramos, of course, the League Cup 2008. Jonathan Woodgate. Jonathan Woodgate with the extra time winner against Chelsea. Jonathan Woodgate, now the manager of Bournemouth, and they could come back in the Premier League next season. That would be great. So would he, maybe the next manager of Spurs. Who knows? Yeah. about Jurgen? Don't, now you've well, anyway, that's on Sunday. Tottenham, of course, injury worries. No Harry Kane. Yep. Um, injured. Did his ankle again last week. Fingers crossed he'll be fit for Sunday for all Spurs fans. But Gareth Bale back in favour and, and firing. And Toby Alderweireld as well at the back came in, who seemed to be out of favour with Mourinho. Good, old, wise head at the back. Something to... Uh, 
something to settle down the back four there for Spurs. They started badly against Southampton, but if they get into their rhythm, you know, you, you never know in football. But you know, the, the the portents would say Manchester City will win this and and win a fourth League Cup and amazingly a sixth League Cup in eight years. But um, you never know. Stones is out for Man. John Stones out at the back. Manchester City after being sent off midweek might be missing Kevin De Bruyne, and in a one-off game that goes to extra time and penalties. You never know. That's at 4.30 on Sunday if you want to, want to watch that. There's a couple of other pivotal games in the Premier League this, uh, yep. this weekend. Not least, West Ham, who are fifth against Chelsea, who are fourth, and only goal de- difference separating those. So come on, West Ham. Kick another one of the big six out of the Champions League sure. places. Love to see you. Uh, again, you've got, uh, you've got a Tottenham fan cheering for West Ham. The, the game's gone mad this <laughs> what, week. What um, happened? But, but, there we go. All right, listen, and, uh, we're nearly out of time, Danny, and now I see you've rejoined us on Planet Earth. One. Quickie, right? A quickie. This is from Nick, of go course, on. who's a massive petrol head. He says, as Danny yeah, heard, yeah. as Danny heard that Has may seek to um, may seek to Mazapan senior, no surprise, perhaps. And Aston Martin are looking to replace their MD of the F1 team. Oh, and Alfa Romeo will pull out at the end of the year. Sorry if I said any of that incorrectly, but Danny knows what I mean. Um. It's all a bit inside baseball, isn't it? That is a bit technical, but uh, you know, Mazapan is is an interesting one because he's clearly not uh, uh, the the young Mazapan, who's clearly being bankrolled by his billionaire father, and so is the Has team, mm. and he's clearly not at the races yet, shall we say, in terms of performance. Um, but you know, it was a crazy race uh, last time, and uh, with the wet and and so on, and. Uh, yeah, there's a long way to go. There's 21 races to go this season. Let's see how it unfolds. It's, it's funny, isn't it? But, you know, uh, Verstappen on pole in uh, in the first race and comes second and Lewis on and second, and, mm. uh, you know, and, and, and on uh, ahead of uh, Verstappen in this race and then and then doesn't doesn't win as well. So it's very, very close up there. It looks like we're going to have a fight to the end of the season between Red Bull and, and Mercedes, especially Hamilton and and Verstappen, and so that's going to be great for us, all of us watching. We've had two exciting races so far. Long may it continue. Down in the midfield and so on, the battles will unfold as the season goes on. You got, Nick says, sell to Mazapan. Sell to Mazapan, mm. right. Oh, I see. Uh, I'm just reading what he's written. I know about as much about F1 as I do about brain surgery. <laughs> well, he's got enough money. He can buy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it, as in, as we found out in football this week, money talks, but yep. sometimes it's not always listened to. All right, mate, let's leave it there. Thank you. Thank you, uh, thank you to Nick, who's our F1 expert, and Rick, Nick and Rick, who is our footy expert. Take care, Danny, and I'll talk to you next week. Lovely stuff indeed. Sports and all with Danny Hicks here on The Morning Brew.